0: When we first moved to Florida, I called a radio station and asked the manager there, James, if he needed any help on air. He said, what do you mean? And I said, well, for 10 years, I've been doing radio and television in St. Louis, and we've been here for a while, and I'm frankly just kind of bored. And I said, I would like to do something. If you need some help, I can do commercials or voiceovers or even perhaps fill in for you sometime when you need to take off. And he stopped the truck that he was driving, as he told me, and he said, this is an answer to prayer. I was just telling God how much I need to get done, how I need to get some more clients and go out into the community and This would be wonderful if this would work out. Well, it's been nearly three years, and I started out with the, of course, on-air personality type in St. Louis, but I always had a board operator. Well, that would defeat the purpose if James or someone else had to sit in and be the board operator. So I got my husband to come in, and he said, I'll do this until you learn how to do it. Three years later, he still goes with me. We get up at 6 a.m. every Tuesday morning, and we go in, and we get home a little bit before noon, and then I go to do the teaching at the jail, and it's just amazing how many friends and fun things have come out of that radio. James is amazing, and I can do a whole podcast on him, but this one is dedicated to one of the regular callers, one who always makes us laugh. He not only calls in on our program, but when James is on, or Dennis, or anyone, he calls himself um, Mohawk Mike because he's from this little place called Mohawk. But we call him Momo. When we lived in St. Louis, around the area north of us, there was a forest where people had seen this monster that never showed up, and they called it the Missouri Monster. And that's Momo, M-O is the abbreviation for Missouri and monster. So when he started calling in and doing these phantom voices, and he can imitate and just... You, almost drive people crazy sometimes, but he is always hilarious. And he has a gift and a talent to make people laugh, even when they're down. And he's done some broadcasting and commercials and programs there, and he's equally good there. But it's not a way to make a living when you have a family, obviously. But the one thing that I love is when everyone sets up an empty chair for our eat, meet, and greets every month. We go to one of the sponsors, one of the restaurants that's uh, that we we do the ad ads for, and they are usually on air with us some too. And we always know that Momo will be a no-show. Although he has surprised us and come to one or two through the years, most of the time he says, "Yeah, I'm going to be there. Go ahead, get my chair ready, and we'll take picture of the empty chair along with the other, um, you know, multitude of people who are there eating and and having fun." But when Momo calls in. He always has something funny and unique to say, and he usually starts out with Hello, Peppers. That's how he calls in. And then he told my husband that he had started a Bud Peppers fan club and that they were having regular meetings. And he always has a comment on almost everything. He convinced our morning guy, Dennis, one time that he had, a five ga- he had five gallons of pennies that were in a one-gallon bucket, and he was trying to get rid of them. And Dennis just went on and on. And we have laughed about that for so much. But, you know, when you have the opportunity to make someone laugh, a merry heart doeth good like medicine. That's what scripture said. You can be really down and out, and we have lots of reason in this day and age to be down and out, because there is a lot of sadness, and there is a lot of death around us. There you know, are obviously the natural storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, things we live through. But there was a study that was done that it showed that babies and children laugh hundreds of times a day, and that adults, on the other hand, often barely make it the double digits. That means we sometimes will laugh, you know, five, maybe seven, eight, nine times. Even joyful people can feel weighted down by the pressures of this life. So when we are told in Scripture to humble ourselves as a little child, that's one of the things that we know God wants us to do, to have childlike faith, childlike innocence. And my favorite is to have awe. A-W-E, as a child does. A child can look at something that's so mundane to us and wow, if we would take time every day to look around, not just nature, but yes, include nature, the people in our lives, the blessings that we have, to have an attitude of gratitude, but to also take time to laugh, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter unto heaven, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. This is from Ecclesiastes. And if you lack this joy, this fun, this laughter in your life, I challenge you to be the one who presents it into someone else's life. Share your joy because Proverbs 17:22 says, a joyful heart is a good medicine but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Father God, I pray for joy for each one of my friends that are listening right now. I pray that you would put people in their lives who are fun, people that will help them to have a lighter heart, maybe to lessen their load. Help us to see life as we did as children through the eyes of a child. Help us to do silly things, to get down on the floor with kids, to just have good belly laughs, to reach out even on the radio and do fun voices and make people laugh. Thank you, God, for the gift of laughter that you have given us, and that it does indeed make our hearts more merryful, more joyous. Thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.